And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines in simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Well, good morning, Lena. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, indeed. It's still unusually warm for this time <sighs> of year, but uh, I'm enjoying it while it lasts. It's only going to last a short while. Apparently, come next week, it's dropping into the negatives early morning. So how about that? Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm bracing for that, indeed. <laughs> All right, let's jump into our keyword news portion of the day, starting with President Yoon's plan to overcome the economic slump by spurring exports. This is our first keyword of the day. Boosting exports. So President Yoon has overseen his first export strategy meeting, vowing to boost a nation's exports. So what came out of this meeting? Right. Well, a set of supportive measures uh, were discussed. Yoon stressed the need to grab hold of opportunities, especially in the Middle East, including the Neom City project in Saudi Arabia. Uh, the Crown Prince recently visited Korea uh, and a slew of MOUs and deals and agreements were signed uh, for these uh, Korean companies to be involved in that project, among others. And he said the Middle East is in need of Korea's technology and experience in the major infrastructure projects. Uh, the government decided to launch a joint commission with business entities for uh, deeper ties with Saudi Arabia. Uh, Yoon also noted that diplomacy is especially important in countries where the government has a high degree of control over the economy. So basically saying that government-to-government uh, -government exchanges are important in trying mm. to make deals in terms of exports. And in, in an effort to boost exports to China and reduce the trade deficit, uh, Korea will expand support for corporate R&D programs from this year's 801 billion won to just over 937 billion won next year. Uh, it'll also devise measures to revise the trade structure. It'll also push to boost sales of consumer goods, such as fashion and clothing, medicine and other living goods in line with their growing demand in the Chinese market. Um, ASEAN was another key target mentioned mm. during the meeting. Uh, the bloc is Korea's second largest export destination, in fact, after China. Uh, the country's exports center on the Vietnamese markets and consumer items, but the government wants to expand that to um, other fields. And to promote exports to the U.S. market, the government stressed an active response to the Inflation Reduction Act and export control of semiconductors to China. Mm. Uh, Korea also aims to boost sales of military items and nuclear power generation uh, to the EU. It also vowed to actively have consultations with the EU regarding its carbon market regulations um, meanwhile, the government is eyeing also South American nations by pushing to sign a free trade agreement with the Mercosur bloc and deepen ties with uh, countries like Chile, Brazil uh, and other resource rich nations. All right. Speaking of having better control of our trade and export numbers, uh, this might be an area of collaboration with this African nation. This is our second keyword of the day. Kenya leader visits. So President Yoon has held talks with Kenyan President William Bruto, the first Kenyan president to actually visit Seoul in 32 years. It does highlight, it seems, an important milestone. What did they discuss? Right, it certainly was a long time coming, uh, but the two leaders, they held a summit, a summit and a reception for the Kenyan leader, as well as African ambassadors to Seoul. Uh, during the reception, President Yoon hoped to sign an FTA between Korea and African nations. And he voiced hope that Korea will become a true partner, in his words, in Africa's growth. 
Um, he noted that Africa only accounts for 1.3% of Korea's trade, stressing the need for an FDA to increase that figure. Uh, you described Africa's land, uh, Africa as a land of opportunities and also very important for Korea in realizing its vision as a global pivotal state. He also vowed to invite the leaders of African nations for a special summit to be held in Korea in the year 2024. Yoon also expressed willingness to expand official development assistance, or ODA, for mm -hmm. Africa. Uh, Ruto expressed appreciation for Korea's commitment to the FTA and is said Korea will be able to enjoy more benefits by strengthening trade and investment with Africa. Um, during the summit with Ruto that was held earlier at the presidential office, Yoon expressed hope for greater bilateral cooperation. Yoon stressed that Kenya is the gateway and logistics hub for entry into East Africa. And he noted it's a major partner country where Korean companies have a heavy presence. Um, Yoon also thanked Russo for choosing Korea as his first Asian country to visit. And Russo is here for a three-day trip that actually ends tomorrow. All right, let's move on to our third keyword of the day. Itaewon Pro. So what comes after the Studley Stampede, right? A parliamentary inspection into last month's fatal crowd crush in Seoul's Itaewon area will begin today. Now, how high up the ranks they will go? That comes into question as well. Tell us the details. Right. So rival political parties, they agreed to conduct a parliamentary investigation into the crush. And this came after the People Power Party uh, withdrew an earlier objection and decided to participate in the probe, but on the condition that the National Assembly passes the national budget first. Now, the deadline for passing the budget bill is December 2nd, uh, but whether parties will stick to the deadline remains to be seen, but clashes are expected. It's rarely uh, the case that such a deadline for the budget has ever been adhered to in the past, so uh, we'll have to see if anything is different this time round. Um, they will kick off a 45-day investigation starting today uh, and conduct hearings and other investigative activities after the Assembly passes the national budget for next year. That's a big if. Mm -hmm. um, now, an 18-member special parliamentary committee will be formed to oversee the investigation. It will comprise of 18 members, half of them from the DP, seven from the PPP and the remaining two seats will be given to minor opposition parties. The situation room of the presidential office will come under scrutiny as well as the National Crisis Management Centre, the Prime Minister's office as well as the Safety and Health Ministries. Also under investigation will be the Supreme Prosecutor's office, uh, the police as well as the fire agency as well. So there is already a probe that is underway mm. and that was basically um, one of the reasons cited as why the PPP didn't want to cooperate with this parliamentary inspection in the first place, but since the DP has a majority in parliament mm. and they basically threatened to steamroll the uh, pro uh, plan through parliament using its majority, the PPP kind of conceded mm. uh, but said um, the budget needs to be passed first. Uh, so after a lot of political wrangling, a mm. uh, parliamentary probe is kicking off today. So that special parliamentary committee has been formed. Now, it's, as we mentioned in a headline, it's going to be a bumpy road ahead. We'll keep tabs on it. Let's move on to our economy section. This is our fourth keyword of the day. Rate hike. 
So Korea Central Bank is expected to scale back its monetary tightening in its fin- uh, final policy meeting today amid signs of slowing domestic growth. That's right. This is the final policy meeting of the year. The Bank of Korea is anticipated to go for a 25 basis point increase uh, at the final rate-setting meeting. The BOK aims to strike kind of a balance between inflation and the adverse effects of its credit tightening uh, throughout this year. Uh, the meeting will come as the local currency and stock markets basically took a beating in general throughout the year over the U.S. Fed's kind of hawkish rate hike to tame inflation there in the U.S. The Fed's rate policy led to a widening interest rate gap between Korea and the United States and subsequently raised concerns over capital flights in search of uh, safe haven assets. While the VOK also carried out aggressive rate hikes to stabilize prices and the financial markets, such hikes have been followed by unwelcome liquidity shortages suffered by companies due to costly borrowing rates, uh, the Legoland incident being an example of one of them. Uh, the BOK was believed to be open to taking its third big step uh, rate hike of uh, 60 basis points um, following July and October until it was found that the US inflation cooled down to an eighth month low of 7.7% last year. The eased US inflation number suggests the Fed's hawkish credit tightening is paying off. Fed officials expect to switch to smaller interest rates increases soon. That's according to minutes from the November meeting that was released on Wednesday. Markets have largely expected the Fed to dial down the intensity of its policy tightening. And the minutes uh, helped confirm that, basically. Mm -hmm. And all this comes as Fed officials expect a recession to come next year, hence why it is also dialing down on the monetary uh, policy um, tightening. All right, with that, we move on to our COVID-19 coverage of the day. This is our final keyword. Vaccination. So the government has announced more measures to try to encourage more vaccinations against uh, COVID-19 during this winter season. As we've said, it's getting colder next week. Um, we've been told that during the colder days, the chances of catching not just a flu, but COVID-19 gets higher. What's the latest? Right. So there's more concerns of this so-called twindemic coming uh, in the colder months. Uh, From today, the interval between COVID-19 vaccinations, it will be reduced from the current 120 days to 90 days, regardless of the number of vaccinations. So basically more people will be eligible. Mm. Now, the new measure comes after an analysis of neutralizing antibodies against the Omicron variant for high-risk groups showed that the neutralizing Um, antibody starts to decrease seven weeks after receiving the second booster shot. So basically uh, sooner than expected. Now, another reason for the decision is that the government expects the winter wave to come earlier than expected as well. Health officials said they decided to use booster inoculations during the winter season with only the improved bivalent vaccines. Mm. And as a result, Korea will no longer provide Pfizer, Moderna, Uh, Novavax and SK Biosciences monovalent vaccine from December um, 17th, basically deeming that they are no longer necessary. Um, Accordingly, uh, reservations of monovalent vaccines for the first and second booster vaccinations will be suspended uh, from Monday. So the focus now is on these bivalent vaccines and also a local production of the locally made um, COVID-19 vaccine is currently suspended. So um, Mm. there's 
basically been less demand mm. for these monovalent vaccines and the attention now is on these bivalent ones to tackle mm. both the flu and COVID-19. Uh, and the government has been putting in a lot of measures to kind of encourage more vaccinations. It seems to be paying off. There has been mm. a slight increase in reservations for such uh, vaccines. Mm. But of course, we'll have to see if it is enough. All right. So the larger framework is to tackle the Omicron variant, which is why we're moving on and shifting to the, the bivalent vaccines, as you've said. This yeah. slight nudge, apparently, that we're giving out a relaying government's message to get inoculated. It's working mm. ever so slightly. Ever so slightly, indeed. <laughs> All right. Let this be another friendly reminder for those who are eligible to get inoculated. Thank you so much, Anam, for today's coverage. I'll see you tomorrow. You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.